On this episode of the Best of Bias podcast, we got myself, Lydell De Niro, and AKA discussing some pop culture topics from the last couple of weeks. You already know. And we go over um, episode two of the Book of Fett, um, Tribes of Tatooine, the Tribes of Tatooine. Um, hope you guys are watching that. We review that, talk a little bit about how we feel about the second episode. Um, AKA is a big Star Wars head, so we love to get his introspective view on how he, you know, feels about these um, reenacted, recreated shows from um, past Star Wars lore. So we get into that. Um, we definitely talk some sports. We talk a bunch of stuff in these pop culture um, episodes. So hope you're ready for, uh, you know, some new content, some new episodes. Episode 100 is coming out next episode. So I hope you guys are here for that. Um, we have a bunch of guests on there, um, a bunch of different topics, a bunch of different you know, basis, the basis, I don't know, but a bunch of different bias, basically. Um, we're going to celebrate a hundred episodes, man. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for subscribing, telling your friends, telling your families, watching all the videos, you know what I'm saying? And we're going to celebrate a hundred, but for now, let's just get into, um, this pop culture episode, me and AKA hope you guys enjoy it. All right. Where's that theme song at? It's the best, uh, best of bias. You need the earful. You should try us from pop culture to the movies to Unitas. It's the best, uh, best of bias. The best of bias. Yeah, the best of bias. You are now listening to the best of bias podcast with Lydell De Niro and Hugo Twilight. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Lydell De Niro, of course, and it's time for another episode of Best of Bias, of course. So it's your boy, Lydell De Niro, as you can see. And who else I got in the building? That's always in the building. AKA. How you doing, AKA? I'm chilling. Are you ready for another episode of the Best of Bias podcast to bring to the people on this new year? Second episode of the new year. Yeah, yeah. I'm down like a motherfucker. Down like a motherfucker. That's what I like to hear. Um, today's episode is going to be mostly pop culture with a Boba Fett episode two or chapter two um, there on the end um, to get you guys caught up to date and you know where we are on the Book of Fett. I know some people are out there watching for it. Some people hit me up privately and ask for it. So, of course, we're going to keep on tacking that on as it comes out. It comes out every Wednesday. So we'll keep you guys up to date on that, just like we did for all the Marvel shows. So we got you, you know what I'm saying? But first, we're going to get into some of these topics. Um, firstly... I'm going to start with some of these NFL playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Um, mostly, I, mean, I know about the NFC side. I don't know the exact standings on the AFC side, but I know the Titans do have the one seed. Um, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are playing the Chiefs. Um, and other matchups I'm not too 100% about, but I know on the NFC side where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers reside, um, Tampa Bay got the Eagles first round, uh, 49ers and the Cowboys, which is going to be in a very exciting series. Uh, a series, I say series, it's going to be one game. A very uh, exciting matchup to see because I have fan, uh, friends and family on both sides of that fan base. I know you're a uh, Cowboys fan out there, so, um, you know, you think y'all can take make it to the Super Bowl this year? How you feeling? Because I know we talked at the beginning of the season when they're uh, kind of, you know, Super Bowl favorites, but. Yeah, I mean, anything can happen. I'm hopeful. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not the kind, I'm not like super into football right now you know that but i'm definitely uh been keeping up on like they records and whatnot and i've noticed that every team has their moments where they they, they show like weakness to it oh yeah you know so yeah you know, all the strong teams you know they definitely dominate but 
they all got those little those little kinks. Right. That's what they say. And this year that every team has like a major flaw. So you never know who's actually going to win. Not, not never know. But this year, you really don't know who's actually going to take it all. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, all the NFC teams, even Green Bay up there with the number one seed has its flaws. The Buccaneers, of course, have a bunch of injuries, have their flaws. A Rams, as you saw, they lost to the um, 49ers last week to let them in the playoffs. So they definitely have flaws. So all the top teams over there have flaws. Cowboys, of course, have flaws. They got beat 30-0 by, uh, not 30-0. They're down 30-0 in the first half. Yeah, they're losing 30-0 in the first half of the Broncos game, but they came back and made it a little bit more, um, you know, looked a little better in garbage time. But, yeah, every team has those flaws. And we play the Eagles first round, and I don't even know, man. I know that they are less talented than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but with all the injuries we have and all the drama we had going on the last couple of weeks, we never know what's going to happen, especially me right now, man. I'm walking on eggshells. I'm knocking on all the wood I see because I'm trying to go back to back, man. But, yeah, the playoffs do start this week, um, starting on Friday or Sunday, I believe, and the Buccaneers do have the first game. There's three games on Sunday. And then there's one game for the first time ever. There's a Monday uh, Monday night uh, playoff game. It's going to be, I believe, an NFC team. Uh, like Cardinals and the Rams are going to play on Monday night. So it's going to be interesting playoffs, man. If your team's in the playoffs, good luck to all you guys. I know that Cowboys and uh, 49ers matchup is going to be fun to watch because both of those teams can make it through. And seeing the peril of the other team is going to be kind of fun to watch. All The whole season came down to this, and only one team can advance. Man, that's shitty. And if the 49ers do beat the Cowboys and the Buccaneers win, the Buccaneers end up playing the 49ers. And if the 49ers win that game, they got to play the Packers if they win. And then if they beat the Packers, they're probably going to have to play the Chiefs. So that'll be hell of a road to the championship for whoever gets there. So it's a bunch of good teams. Nobody knows who's going to win. But while we're talking about football, I'm going to slide into this A.B. stuff because there's further stuff came out about what A.B. was saying last week. I said he, um, you know, took off his pads, ran out or whatever, um, talking shit, blah, blah, blah. Um, he, he actually went. People were thinking that he actually was injured and our coach and Tom Brady were doing him wrong by trying to make him play. Um, further evidence came out that that was kind of bullshit. He was just kind of more being a selfish player. Um, mm-hmm. The team. Yeah, the team said or Bruce Arians actually had to come out and say, um he was complaining about touches. He was mad that Rob Gronkowski was getting more touches than him. And he needed a certain amount of catches to reach his incentives to get like a million dollars. Which was weird because he was freaking out about it, but we had one more game to go, which he would have definitely got those incentive incentives reached. You know what I mean? But he was just being an asshole. Um, And just despite him, I don't know if it's despite him next week, Gronkowski had some incentives to get to Mike Evans had some incentives to get to, they all reached those incentives, and uh, Tom Brady made sure that Gronkowski and Mike Evans got their records and incentives. Just let A.B. know that you fucked it up, man. You could have stayed here, and he could have had those records and incentives next week, but yet he decides to go out there, trash the team that helped him win a Super Bowl, uh, trash the coach and the guy that got you a job. It was just nuts. Did you see any of those interviews or any highlights of him? I didn't see any interviews, but I read about some stuff he was talking about, but uh, I mean, it sounded like bullshit already, but yeah, the he, guy he has, has, right here, he has a he has a record of doing this. See, I think he just needs some like therapy. Yeah, seriously. and I feel like he's the type of personality that wouldn't accept it. You know what I mean? He thinks he's bigger than therapy. He thinks you know AB is his own man. I don't know. Like they said, he's like the Kanye of you know <laughs> the Kanye of the NFL, and actually, um, Kanye. I'm uh, supposedly he's approaching him to try to do an album because you know he put out a single after he quit that day. 
um, singles trash. Um, I feel like if you listen to him talk at this interview he had on, uh, it was I think it was called Full Sin Podcast. He's on there talking about Tom Brady is only his friend because he's good at football. Um, If he was his friend, right? He's like, if he was his friend, that he wouldn't be um, playing for a million dollars and Tom Brady would have helped him get a bigger contract because he's the real GM for the team. And Tom Brady can't do shit by himself. He's, you know what I'm saying? And just kind of just trashing everybody that helped him. And the last person that stuck his neck out for him that gave him a chance. Like he had him staying in his house for a while, which is nutty mm-hmm. for him to do this and just shit on everything that, you know, that we worked for and how we helped him, you know, get back to where he was. And even like, which even made it more bullshit. Um, a lot of people on our team right now, a lot of our good players are hurt. Um, they're waiting to come back until the playoffs. And if, we were trying to first force people to play through injuries. All these people that were sitting until playoffs, they would have been playing. If we needed them that bad to secure the number one seed, we would have not sat the people that we've been sitting this whole time for the four or five weeks that you were playing. You know, yeah, it just didn't make any sense. And it's coming to light now. To make it even more crazy, um, this OnlyFans girl comes out and says that she um, snuck into the hotel um, where AB was staying and he wasn't, you know, it's COVID. So you're not supposed to have people, you know, in the hotel with the team during like days of the game. He snuck in an OnlyFans girl, not only made a video on OnlyFans with her, he uh, he was texting her, watch what I'm going to do at the game tomorrow. You know what I mean? And shit like that. And it was, it's just wild. It's just wild. And she had COVID. Um, she oh, was like, wow. she sent a message and text messages to him. Um, that or you know posted on Instagram Buccaneers you get your team checked you guys you all get checked for COVID she posted a positive COVID test <laughs> this nigga. yeah yeah it, it, it's just a lot a lot has been going on and um yeah this is the girl that was famous for you know vi- went um, viral for licking a toilet and getting COVID right wow yeah and on, and on top of this I think he has like a girlfriend at this point, he's just being reckless as fuck. So he just, I don't see like a team actually wanting to take him after this. Right. And he's actually really good. And he could have made the Hall of Fame, but yeah. I think it's all going to re- affect his Hall of Fame. I think personally. Mm, that's sad. Yeah, it's really sad, man. You can hear it in his voice when he talks. Like he's saying like, "Who who's better than me? And they're like on the team. He's like, no, in the whole NFL. And the three guys are in the podcast, you know, they're, you know, of course, they're sitting there with AB, a famous celebrity athlete. So they're going to just be a hell of a bunch of yes, man. Oh, you're the best. I'm not even going to lie. You're the best. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm the best on the team. I, you know, I'm the one that gets it popping. And nobody's better than AB. Like, what? What are, you, what are you even saying? Like, you're tripping. You're straight up tripping. I don't know. He has to be, you know, hopefully he gets the help he needs um, st- and stop trying to clout chase off the Buccaneers. If you want to quit, quit. Leave us alone. Hopefully, I don't try to put some shit out there to get us fucked over or anything like that, man. If you want to quit, you don't want to play, your ankle hurt that bad, get the surgery and let somebody else sign you and let's move the fuck on. Like we're going to do with these topics because I uh, just wanted to get that out there because I know I didn't really speak too much on the development of what happened because, you know, where we were in the past, everybody just thought the Buccaneers and Bruce Arians were liars and bullshit like that. So get your shit together, AB. Um, Next. New music that came out. You may not have heard these albums, but uh, Gunna, DS4 Ever came out. Pretty slappy. I'm a, I'm a Gunna fan. 
Um, Best of Bias listeners, if you haven't heard that yet, go download, go listen. A um, couple of good songs on there. There's a lot of good songs on there, in my opinion. Um, so go check that out. The Weekends album actually dropped too. Um, I think it's called Don FM. Some shit like that. I don't know. Me personally, I didn't really like it that much. It was another one of those like kind of 80 theme, 80s themed albums, kind of super mm-hmm. poppy. Um, me personally, I'm a weekend fan from uh, House of Balloons back in the day where it was like super R&B when you had the crazy dreadlocks. Now it's just kind of like, uh, I can't stand that super poppy shit. They play at restaurants and they play at the gym 24-7. I just, <laughs> uh, I can't stand it, man. We need the whole weekend back. You know what I mean? Um, any new music you was listening to um, besides that new PC? Uh, shit. Nah, I really ain't listening to anything. Not <laughs> like in the last week or so. <laughs> like, what do you, what you been slapping? What was the, uh, what do you, we didn't talk about this. What do you think the album of the year, like your album of the year last year that you just bumped mostly? I really didn't bump anything new. Really? I can't, yeah, other than like, the shit J. Cole put out earlier. Well, that was year. technically last year until like the new year. You know what I mean? It was yeah, early it was, last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, it was. Huh? Hmm? Yeah, that's it. Then. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I feel it. I feel it. I mean, I, I download a lot of music. I have Apple Music. Uh, so I just kind of like go through a lot of music and whatever comes out, I just kind of hop on and see what's going on and kind of like support, you know what I mean, with this subscription mm-hmm. I have. Um, but yeah, uh, 2 Chains put out a track with uh, 42 Doug. That was pretty tight. Um, shoot. I'm sure Gunner's going to drop a deluxe probably next week because there's hella songs that are left off. And they do hella songs all the time. They have sick-ass producers over there, man. Shoot. I wish I had those, some of those beats. See what I can do with them bad boys. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Throw a theme, throw a beat before we can make another theme song or something over here. Um, but yeah, if you guys haven't checked those albums out, I just wanted to plug those real quick. I know you saw me plugging them on the Instagram. Uh, but yeah, a lot of stuff come out, a lot of singles. Go out there, check out some new music, support, listen to some R&B too, get some R&B in your life. Um, shoot, because man, taking this topic off of Joe Budden's uh, podcast, the female R&B artists are killing it. There's no more true male R&B acts, you know what I mean? Um, no really good male R&B projects out there, full projects. So, you know, let's see what y'all, let's see what y'all got for the wintertime, you know what I'm saying? It's the season to be inside, listen to some music. Let's bring R&B back. The ladies is killing it. Ladies, keep on killing it. Shit's amazing. Albums are amazing. Um, I haven't listened to them all, but the shit that I be peeping, that people be putting out and uh, promoting, that should be fire. The voices are fire. So yeah, man, shoot. The quality of music over there in R&B is way better than hip hop right now. I'm not even gonna lie to you. But I guess, I mean, the songwriting is totally different in R&B, right? Opposed to hip hop now. Because people don't really talk about shit. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. And I mean, I don't know. Male R&B is like Drake nowadays. It's not really fucking anything like super singing anymore. Like Chris I mean, Brown. Khalid. Yeah. Khalid uh, telepop now too, though. He is kind of pop, but he still sings, though. I mean, sometimes I mean, he, mumbles, he, mumbles, he mumbles his words. I mean, so do I. But I mean, you can't understand shit he's saying sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm waiting to I see. Like I, like, I like his music, though. No, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I like a lot of his projects. Um, I'm a Bryson Tiller fan, but you can kind of say he's hip hop too. So I don't know, man. R&B is in a weird place, especially male, uh, male wise, but females killing it. Kill it, keep on killing it. Um, moving on, since we're talking about hip hop, there's a lot of um, talk about the verses, verses out there. Jay Z 
everybody holds Jay-Z in super high regard. Um, a lot of the podcasts that I've been listening to had an East Coast bias, of course. They feel like nobody can beat Jay-Z in a uh, versus. Do you think anybody could take Jay-Z in the versus and who do you think it might be? 20 songs. Verses are usually 20 songs. Mm. So Nas, maybe. Uh, 20 songs. I'm trying to think of 20 songs. Snoop Dogg. Who's already went though? So I know I want to see Ti go against somebody. It's dependent. Like if you go on like for just like some dope ass tracks, there's a lot of artists who can go against him. A shit ton of them. But uh, if you're going for just like some popular songs that everybody's gonna know, I guess what? it would be maybe, probably Jay Z. I don't know. I'm trying to think of who, because it can't be a group. Cause Outkast. But then if you if you just put one member of Outcast against him, they would eat his ass up. Paul. You think so? Fuck yeah. Because okay. Outcast's catalog alone is fucking killing Jay-Z's. Okay. That's a new opinion. I haven't, I haven't heard that one before. That's why I'm, you know, but I mean, I'm in support of that. I don't doubt I, it. I, 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 I don't know if you can use them because that would be like kind of cheating because you got a group. Well, me, my opinion, I, I feel like I can find 20 Little Wayne songs to put up against 20 Jay-Z songs for sure. But everybody with the East Coast bias always says that they Jay-Z songs would eat up Little Wayne songs. So I don't know. I would have to like sit there and look at the 20 songs, but I think it's possible, man. I think it's possible. If they if if Jay-Z goes only his songs and no features. I was about to say, no, if you go features, Lil Wayne ain't killing them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like it comes down to even bars too. It's like He'll, oh those no, features. Yeah, no, 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 definitely bars. Lil Wayne got him on bars. Right. So if we're doing features, you do any feature you want to do, Jay-Z. We're gonna throw my best feature out there. And even if it's like performing-wise, okay, people a lot of the old heads have Jay-Z in a high regard. I don't know every song, but if you put one of them Lil Wayne super lyrical mixtape verses or some shit out there, I feel like it's I don't know. I, I, I know I, I know enough about Jay-Z to know that like I feel like if you dissect both of their like bars, just like bar for bar. You're gonna have way more meta- metaphors and wordplay in Lil Wayne's by far than Jay Z. Jay Z has some, but he, he doesn't have as to me, it's not, I don't think it's as clever. I don't either. As, I think it's just yeah. hella cool and slick. Yeah. You know what I mean? How he, how he pron- uh, pronunciates uh, shit, and how he talks about shit, you know, because it's his mm-hmm. elevation as a street nigga to a super businessman now, how he can still talk that talk, you know what I mean? And people have him in high regard from the freestyles he had back in the day when he had beef with niggas. So yeah. I don't know. I didn't really know too much about that, but I just know. I don't know. People say that. I don't know if you heard this diss, but people are saying that Pusha T ate up Lil Wayne on that uh, when they had beef. But I don't know. I haven't really heard Lil Wayne make a diss track before. Honestly, I don't, think, I don't think Lil Wayne made a diss track, did he? Yeah. He I, like, I think he threw a couple of punches, but Pusha T was way more like out there in the open with just like putting out songs for like the majority like he'll say a bunch of shit about him and Lil Wayne would just only feed him with like a little bitty like uh, metaphor or some shit like this little slick you know punch that you know what do they call him again um sub- subliminal <laughs> yeah 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 he'll do shit like that yeah yeah but I don't know I mean I think it I think I think Lil Wayne even though I'm not I'm not like a huge Lil Wayne fan of it like that I think Lil Wayne would uh, be a good competition for him. I think that he has enough hits, especially if you get to use features. Uh, right. Lil, Wayne, Lil Wayne got some of the be- way better features. So. And not even to say that he would be like, you know, he'll definitely 100% win, but people are talking like 
he'd wash Lil Wayne. He had nothing like he didn't have enough ammo to do anything. Like only people that can actually stick uh stick with him is like Kanye and fucking Drake and shit. And I don't understand why hundred percent Drake. I know Drake could possibly do it too, but why are people putting Drake song and lyrically past Lil Wayne? It's just it's such a recency bias. And uh, I think if you if, if you go on twenty songs though. Yeah, Drake puts out way more music. Absolutely. But yeah. I don't know. I, I, yeah, Drake had... Yeah. But, 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 and he put, he put out way more music. I, mean, I think Drake can go against uh, Jay-Z. Oh, I do too. I don't, I don't think he would do it out of like respect, but he could. I don't yeah. think any of these people would actually do it, honestly. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think so. Because Kanye already said on Drink Champs, you got to bring 20 niggas against him because all the shit that he's able to do. So he's definitely not going to sit down and do it. Uh, especially talking about billionaires, what can you possibly pay them to want yeah, to come on this show? But versus is only about music, though. So. Well, some of these artists that they haven't performed in a while, Swiss Beats even said in what some of his uh, comments during the uh, lives, he said these artists are asking like twice the rate that they're asking for like these white venues to let them perform. So they're actually mm-hmm. asking for a lot of money to come and perform on the verses. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Bone Thugs and shit like that they're asking for money to come out there so they have to dish you know some good money out to these people to actually come out there and perform and i don't know maybe they'll do it out of love for sure um but you know i think it's 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 jay-z's held out a high regard to a point where he wouldn't even risk losing he just kind of talks shit about it mm-hmm. yeah. i don't know that's how I, have I, feel about. Have I think that that would be a situation would be more of who would want to actually go up against him because at the end of the day, it'd be a biased opinion. You know? Yeah, yeah, super biased. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't. Know. It just depends. And it's also age demographic because I feel like a lot of people in our demographic, or not my our demographic, millennials. I would say not even millennials. Fuck that, Gen Zs, because Gen Zs are born in like two thousand one. Mm-hmm. Those motherfuckers probably only know Jay Z four 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 when he's talking about financial wealth and shit like that. Yeah. So they probably don't even know who Jay Z is and the songs that he like. You know. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they would just have that bias for whoever one of the new artists are. I think uh, Kodak Black even said uh, he'll uh, verse, uh, go on a versus versus uh, Jay-Z. And if um, <laughs> Jay-Z wins, he can have his whole catalog. But if uh, if Kodak Black wins, he gets a stake in uh, Rock Nation or some shit like that. But I, I don't know one. I, or no, I, do. I know one Kodak, Kodak Black song. Only one, though. Which one is that? Uh, it's with him and Travis Scott. And that dumb beat, that, that beat. Oh, is Zaza or something like that? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Some and down song. to Atlantic. Uh, I don't want yeah. to sing it. I don't want to get demonetized. Um, Yeah. But yeah, for sure. Maybe Travis Scott too. I don't know. He can't do shit anymore. So he's probably not going to do that. Eminem. Eminem, oh yeah. I'm bring I'm bring the white card in there. Eminem. No, yeah, Eminem. and people were saying Dr. Dre as well. Then you got to bring. Yeah, that, that, no, Dr. Dre. He's he's like a producer though. Right, right. And not to mention, like you can't because there's a certain there's certain songs that are really popular of his that Jay Z wrote. Oh, that's shitty. So yeah, so he gonna use a song. He gonna use a song. Jay Z gonna be like, well, that gets the point for both of us. <laughs> I get half the point. So, 
<laughs> yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, but who knows, man? It's all opinion. Uh, but we just want to bring our bias to the table. You guys at home, you know, let us know up there down there in the comments who you think will win in the verses and who you think will be the best bet for Jay Z to uh, battle. Maybe he'll, you know, maybe he'll come out there and do it. Maybe look at Beyonce out there to battle somebody. I doubt that happened too, but either. But um, now let's get a little somber. I'm sorry. I feel like, like I say this every episode, there's always some RIPs we got to say. Um, but RIP to um, Bob Saget, RIP Sidney Poitier. Um, you know what I mean? I'm a little, I'm a little on the younger side, so I'm not a hundred percent, a hundred percent informed on who Sidney Poitier is. But I know he was an integral figure in integrating acting amongst black folks. You know what I'm saying? Getting us, getting our foot in the door. Um, yeah. And yeah, coming to dinner type stuff. exactly. Yeah. That's what I heard it was. I didn't have the name, so thank you for that for uh, bringing that to the table for me. But yeah, man, um, R.I.P. Sidney Portier. He was very um, well spoken. His voice was uh, usually something of you know comics kind of uh, mimicked because yeah. he had like a interesting sounding voice. Um, very smooth fella. Um, but R.I.P. Him and R.I.P. Also Bob Saget, man. Um, Full House. Um, man i think his death is unknown unknown causes as well so no yeah, foul play suspected no drugs or anything suspected yet as of yet so who knows what happened with that man a lot of our legends are going man it's like i've said this every episode and it's sad to hear man but i didn't even know i was listening to um media today uh breakfast club today and heard bob saget dying man i didn't yeah that's just crazy yeah bob man saget. Yep, yep, yeah. Oh, he he was a he was a real enigma because he was like a family on TV. He was like this family dad that everybody like you know kid friendly, but then you watch his stand up comedy and he was the polar opposite. Yeah, yeah. Nobody know nobody knew that for years. I didn't know for years when I saw stand up comedy. I was like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he was real, real uh, raunchy with that shit. So yeah, man. We're, we're, they chose him for that role, but. R.I.P. Yeah, and didn't he get kicked off of like a news station or some shit like that? Or was he working? Yeah, and then he went to acting after that as the Full House. But yeah, man. Um, whatever. Didn't he? I also remember him actually having a cameo in like one of those Seth Rogen movies or some shit like that, and he was like yeah. Cousin. He was in uh, Half Baked. I remember that. Remember Half Baked? Maybe it was Half Baked. Where he was like, uh, he, he sounded like he, was, he went to a, a, a thing for being a pothead. Mm-hmm. It was like, you think you're addicted to weed? Oh, yeah. You ever, you ever suck dick in cocaine <laughs> or something like that? <laughs> yeah, he was spazzing. That was hella funny. That was hella funny. Let's see. Um, but yeah, RIP to those two uh, legends and as the list of legends that passed away. It was an all star cast of legends up there, man. Um, let's see what we got next on the docket. On the docket, did we talk about the Bronx fire that uh, killed 19 people like one of the most deadly fires in the state's history? Um, yeah, it all started from a a malfunctioning space heater. When your mom tells you not to leave that fucking space heater plugged up, there's a reason for it because those motherfuckers either gonna um, surge your power or it's gonna start a fire. Shit's crazy. Uh, there has to be better technology than that to keep us warm. I guess it is a blanket, but uh, we need, you know, people be freezing, especially in the New York, fucking Philadelphia, shit like that. Gosh, every house can't have central AC and those swamp cooler ones don't always keep a household warm. So they think 
you know, alternate alternative means go hit Walmart, get you a space heater, and that's supposed to, you know, help you out. But shit, 19 people. That's not some people got burnt up, some people got suffocated from the smoke, couldn't escape. So wild shit going on. And that kind of ties into another disaster that we saw on social media recently. Um, that boating group when they're in Brazil and that big ass rock formation dropped onto the boats that were actually just driving probably through them, kind of just doing like this touristy thing, just checking out the mountains. And all of a sudden, half the fucking rock infrastructure just crashes into the water, falling on top yeah. of like two of the five to seven boats that are actually out there. I only hit one of them. It was like right next to the other one, though. Yeah, because the, the debris just kind of flew. Yeah, and they were like this, and that thing came down and hit the one on this side, but the one right yeah, here, I'm sure. sure yeah, that, damaged by that. Oh, yeah, because that shit falling, that shit was probably cracking on the way down. And once it hit the water, that shit probably hit like motherfucking at high velocity. So that shit probably shot forward too. And rock pieces probably hit some of the other people on the boats. Uh, two yeah. died for sure. And there's like at least 15 casualties, uh, not casualties, but people in critical oh, condition I, in the hospital. I just said it was like at least 10 deaths. Oh, shit. I don't know. Maybe they updated that. But shoot, yeah. I thought it was only a couple people died. But uh, uh, like, yeah, I'm sure as the injuries, people are in critical condition, people started dying after that as well. Mm. Not to mention, I can only imagine, uh, just like sharks and shit, when people are hella bloody. That is nutty. I, 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 it's, I depending on where, it's depending on where they were at. I don't know if it was like an area where sharks would come. They might be, who knows? Shit, that's a lot of blood. That's a lot of blood. I don't know. That's just scary, man. I, that's why I'm not too fond of shit like that, bro. Those tunnels and those super secluded mind mind places where you go view and get stuck in you can get stuck in secluded places depending on fucking water level and shit like that it's too yeah, much for me. i mean that shit's like something like that to happen such a, a fucking anomaly it's just like some uh rarity i mean it's just it, like but why is it a rarity these structures have been up there for like probably thousands of years don't you think something's yeah. gonna happen after a while it will eventually but i mean yeah. like that's, it's like it's like it wouldn't happen for maybe like thousands of years and it just so happened at that one point in time well yeah that big ass section wrong, yeah. yeah you're at the wrong place at the wrong time and i'm pretty sure them all them bolts being there and then waves hitting it probably like you know contributed to it a little bit so that's crazy yes that's but I mean, so, wow you got to think those boats probably went on that tour with the people with people thousands of times probably. oh yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. but the thrill of it is the danger also as well so you know what I mean? Sometimes uh, the thrill of it is the beauty. That shit well, was shit. before it killed everybody. Uh, yeah. And I mean, also those fucking rock formations are super close together and you're driving a boat through it. That's a dangerous thing to do in the first place. But I mean, they've done it so many times. They're masters at it. And I mean, they didn't yeah. crash based on, you know, it being narrow or anything. But I don't know. Sometimes when it's that beautiful and you have to go to extreme lengths to see it, shit can happen. I mean, you could be driving, trying to get to fucking Tahoe and get a fucking rock slide will happen. You didn't expect sure. it to happen, but it's possible because you're driving Rocky Mountains to get to that snow. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's it's it's, it's just a shitty thing. Um, I don't want to be Mr. Um, stay inside fucking bunker guy, but shit, that's nutty. That's nutty. I usually on vacations or excursions like that. I'm chilling. I'm good. You want to go see, you want to go dive in the, um, the fucking infinity fucking whatever it is no i don't you trying to uh go fucking in the cave super deep with no light and see how far you can go and see the crystals in the bats uh-uh i'm good but i, I i'll watch you guys do it i'll watch you guys do it i'll do some of that shit i probably would you scoop I'm, I'm big yeah i would i mean i'm probably Ooh, 
I probably float because I'm fat. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's a lot. Just... <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot, man. I don't know. I'm. I, I don't know. Fish be big, man. You watch them on TV. You don't really see them as being that huge, but the motherfuckers is huge. Those motherfucking yeah. uh, Goliath, uh, big ass motherfuckers they be catching in the o- ocean. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. And they can swallow your leg one time. Yeah, them big ass fucking tuna with the the little fucking pointy swordfish looking nose. Them motherfuckers spear the fuck out of you too. Leave them motherfuckers alone. Um, what else we got? All right, let's talk about these motherfuckers here. Good sushi. I don't eat sushi. I don't eat sushi. I need to actually. I want to try some more. Um, I went to Mexico and had uh some of that um kind of like their benihanas at the uh at the restaurant. I'm at their hotel. Sushi in Mexico. Yeah, I stayed at Hacienda Tres Rios out there in uh I think it was Cancun. Um, and on their site they had like a kind of like a bocce grill. And mm. you know, you know, I, I tried some shit. I was hella. I don't know why I didn't like it, man. I don't know. It was during like the Corona, middle of Corona last year, so the food wasn't the best. They didn't have the best like service and stuff because mm. they weren't able to have so many people, and a lot of the shit was shut down. Um, but it was all free. You know what I mean? You just got to make a reservation because we, you know, stayed at this fucking resort, and it was all free hibachi stuff, and I couldn't eat it. I couldn't eat it. I couldn't do it. But anyways, I said I ought to say nothing. But anyway, back to this Fresh and Fitted podcast. These motherfuckers here. Um, on the latest episode, they had, um, I think it was China Dolls, her name, on there. Um, yeah, I don't know. She was like Queen, uh, King Von's girlfriend. He calls She calls herself Queen Von, but she also dates other dudes at the same time and calls herself Queen Von. I don't get it. Um, maybe they had something deeper than... Deeper than that, deeper than I know. I don't know, but anyways, he was on the. Mm-hmm. I guess he she was on the Fresh and Fitted podcast. It was actually hell of people on that podcast. I don't really watch, listen to that podcast, or watch it on YouTube that often. But um, I guess they are making news and uh, going viral for just shit that they are saying and how they're acting. I've seen a couple of videos on YouTube where they're acting hella rude to people. Um, I think Academics was on their podcast, and some girl pulled a gun out on them. Uh, on academics <laughs> it was crazy yeah and then funny. yeah and everybody and shit got hella scared and this but on this one um i guess he was talking shit to a girl that was on the podcast first of all they had 12 people with microphones whenever you have that situation i feel like it's not it's not gonna work people are gonna talk over each other side conversations mm-hmm. can fuck shit up um and that's what actually was happening um uh trying to always having side conversations with people and one of the dudes from the podcast, I don't really know their names at all, but he was just being hella rude. He was like, hey, you, we're talking. Hey, you're going to stop all that. You're being hella rude. Your mouse, respect my house. It's like shit like that. Like, just being hella rude to her. And then she was like, oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, but I, but I have to agree with him. Though, man. Oh, I do. I know. I, I, mean, I don't 100% agree. I don't, I, don't watch that, I don't watch that show that much. I used to. But I don't know. Like, it just kind of got, like, repetitive with the shit they were saying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like one of them is Myron, the other one is this dude ain't uh, f- uh, fit, fresh, I don't know, fresh, there we go. Mm-hmm. And, but I mean, they're like, they just kind of regurgitate the same content over and over again. Some of it I agree with, some of it I don't. Uh, I don't think they actually like live by what they talk about. But at the same time, they, he was right, he has the platform and he has a certain kind of content to get out. And thus far, it's been working. I guess, and like whenever people come in and disrupt that content, 
he's known to kick him out. That's what he does. But I mean, like, kind of corny, but yeah, it's very, very corny. It's, but it's, I mean, it's, it's good content, I guess. It gets you know, it gets views. So yeah, but I think he's just very disrespectful, especially talking to women that way. Um, it's kind of like at the end, yeah, of- but. At the same time, like the, the women that like they they display themselves in a very like negative way. So it's like that's I mean, like yeah. I said, I don't really watch the podcast, so that could be true. It's just some and of the said, stuff. Not to, not to mention a lot of times like women are they, they be super fucking rude on them on them shows and like on not just that show, but on multiple different things. And whenever somebody says something back to them, they get super sensitive about it. But it's like you just literally called this dude, a, you know, a short something, 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 said some rude shit. But because you're saying it, it's okay. But as soon as it's directed back at them, a lot of times, it, like it's not just them getting defensive, but like people get defensive of anybody talking to talking to women a certain way, even though the content they're talking to them is the same way that they've been talking. They've been, you know, talking back to somebody else. Well, I, like I said, it's, I don't it's, really. It's, it's another one of those double standards. That's what I'm trying to say. I feel it. Well, I, I don't really watch the podcast. I don't really know nothing about these guys. But after the podcast was over and the girls left, um, they went into this tirade of how they don't date black women um, and why they don't date black women because their attitudes, calling them night riders and darkies. Nah, that, that was a, a older one, an older podcast. But yeah, definitely. Both of them are notorious for being like just they how do I put it? They try and give out advice and stuff, but none of the advice, none of the advice they give, they live by. And not only that, but they they say a bunch of random stupid shit. Like I, I don't know. I don't I don't think they're the best people to represent whatever they're talking about because they'll sit there and say shit like, I don't date black girls, I don't want to date Shanique, but basically saying that all black women are Shanique, which is yeah. Like Really? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, they seem like kind of like nerdy to me anyway. So I don't think any black girls would actually date them in the first place. So yeah, mm, maybe actually, let me take that back. They got a popping podcast and they have money. So yeah, they got money. Anybody so. would probably try to date them based on that fact alone. But sheesh, if if they're just doing it to troll or just all misconstrued stuff to get their podcast popping, uh, man, that's the wrong way to do it because. I don't know if you, I don't know. I don't know who their target audience is in the first place. Cause like I said, I've never heard of it, but for the fact that they are putting themselves in this position to be against black women, I think social media, you can get, to- you can get torn up and not in a positive way, especially on Twitter. Um, they're going to, they're going to kill you. They're going to not kill you as in literally, but I don't know. Who knows? If this is what they're all about, a mission accomplished, but. Well, no, I mean, my thing is, is like, it's nothing wrong with saying you don't prefer black women, but they're like going as far as to insult them. Like, yeah, like yeah. people have preferences. I have no no problem with someone says I prefer this or yeah, yeah, you know. But that's what I figured. What? What the hell was that? <laughs> my, my watch. My watch. Was, that's how. That's what I figured. Yeah, she was going. She she agreed with me. See, there we go. That's, that's wild. <laughs> but uh. Nah, yeah, they they pretty much just they fuck up a lot on that where they just like say shit just the wrong way to me. And it's funny yeah. because like the one guy, the one who told her to who told her to leave or told her to be quiet, he's typically the one who like is more well spoken and actually looks research stuff up. Yeah. But then as soon as something gets him upset, oh, he he's flashes. the first one to yeah, he first one, he's the first one to go into that like, yeah, that flash mode. He reminds me of like a 
just like a little spoiled ass kid who got yeah, only child. Time. Yeah, yeah. I'm say that. only child syndrome. I know somebody just like him. Um, but yeah, 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 man. It's uh, I know that uh, I don't know after this episode, I know people are gonna, gonna be checking in to see what they have on next. Um, I don't know, maybe they'll, uh, they have black women on their podcast a lot, so I guess it's they, have, they, have a, they have a lot of celebrities and people, like, I guess demi celebrities, I don't know, but they have oh, a lot yeah. of people, people on there who, uh, and like, because, because for the most part, with the stuff they preach about is like, you know, agreeable, you agree with some of it, and some of it is extreme, but for like the most part, they're like, they'll, they'll squeeze in extreme stuff, but it's like. You know, not all men feel this way, but a lot of the stuff they talk about is like, yeah, you know, we we feel similar to that, and if we talk about it, then we 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 get like canceled for it or something. I can't well, yeah. but like, but it's like they they use that as a way to like get these celebrities on there who agree with that, but they don't really know too much about these dudes and know how like shit. A lot of the shit they say they don't live by. They they just act like real childish. I don't know. I guess it's yeah. because they, they they platform blew up too quick. I'm assuming. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Because I guess it really doesn't take much too in the podcast world nowadays. If you have a microphone and you have a following, put record that shit, put it out on YouTube, and you and, and you get a he, well, they have they have a controversial topic in there in uh, Miami, I think, or something like that. Oh, they have yeah. a lot. They have a lot of like the you know the women out there have like a certain look. Yeah, so, and if it's like nigga, if you in I, you in town, come through my come to the studio. And not to mention, I feel like they bomb a lot of them females. They first of all, they they choose like the, those like IG model girls who, I mean, just don't. Do that. I, I'm not gonna say I have a high IQ or something like that, but they just probably wouldn't be the best people to argue these topics they're bringing up. And then they don't tell them what the topics are on the show. I mean, of course, if you're going on the podcast, I would probably look it up before I went on it. But I mean, they probably just think of exposure. So they're like, oh, yeah, I'll go on. Especially a lot of these mid tier star people. Yeah. And they get on there and get fucking side bombed by, oh, yeah. shit. That's like, that would literally be like, you know, telling like me, hey, hey you want to go on this podcast? And I walk in and it's a fucking clan podcast. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. They so you come in there already off guard and ready, on, yeah. you know, kind of tense. I feel it. I mean, hey, shit. Yeah. I guess that's a bad comparison because that goes extreme, but it's still yeah. understand like the, you know, it's a woman that go in there and then see this like ultra male topic and just kind of be yeah, thrown off. Yeah, uh, which yeah. is which is not which is not it's not common because I mean that's why I say like shows like that in some cases I think are needed because if you look at media, media has a plethora of like content for women like that. Yeah, where women can man ain't shit and nah, yeah, 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 yes, yeah. yes type bullshit. And then like you know, we if a man said the same thing, it's like oh what the fuck, and it's like mm-hmm. and in our reality is like you don't realize you just insulted all men. Because of a few men that you deal with, yeah. but I mean, like now, all of a sudden, men are getting shows that are similar to that, but on on, on more leaning towards you know the men's side and based more on logic and feeling and shit like that. And I don't know. I think I think it's like a people taking advantage of it. That's what, that's what that that's what to me fresh and fit feels like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel it. Like, I mean, why not, man? The podcast um platform is so broad people listen to everything people tune into everything everything is not for everybody and if he you know, like i said there's a niche audience that go to them for their you know topical information and shit like that so yeah who knows yeah. good luck to them um i know it's gonna be kind of rough for the next couple of weeks maybe it won't be maybe those people like i said to be, honest, be 
them they've been getting fucked with like on on social media for like a couple of months now. Okay, so I said yeah, they, fuck it. Yeah, they, they I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> they like they they got they got like all kind of they had an issue with these uh, other YouTubers, Abba and Preach, where they lost a shit ton of subscribers, and then they started like uh, red marking or, or putting up like what they call them again, like cease and desist things to like YouTubers. Mm-hmm. And they I guess they were sending it out for like YouTubers using their content who were like talking bad about them, and then. Uh, so they're getting people's videos took down, and then I guess people complained to YouTube about it, and then YouTube told them like, hey, if you don't remove all these fucking strikes you put up, then your channel's gonna get removed because all of them are false. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was like they had to go through that whole thing. And now this week they go, it's like it's like a back to back just little shit show for them. So <laughs> it's just so, so like just like fucking up their whole. Uh, I don't know. They what do you call it again? Their uh, brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel it, man. But fuck, maybe fucking with act. They got the algorithm. You know what I mean? The the, <laughs> the blueprint to try to be trolls to get to success. Because we saw it work for maybe. a lot of people, man. Already, Charlemagne got in there, changed his life. Mm-hmm. Academics was fucking with six nine and still kind of trolly, but maybe he's trying to get his foot in the door make some pop and then make his switch. Because you never know, man. People do what they need to do to get famous. Like I said, these mid tier people. Uh, less especially people trying to make it and kind of you know make it over the top. Um, they go they go make appearances appearances at all these podcasts, man. So I feel like Fresh and Fit, if they're one of those podcasts that give people that exposure, um, people are gonna keep coming to it. And shit, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Maybe Best of Bias can be like that too. I'm not too much into the interview based podcasting as mm-hmm. much as you know. I like more so doing topical stuff. Um, you know reviews and shit like that but i don't know i'm not too into the celebrity come on and talk about yourself type shit i'm more yeah. of a celebrity come to the show if you're coming to the show as a celebrity we're going to talk about these topics too and we're going to tell you we're going to get to know how you feel about these topics as well mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's more so the podcast that i'm into so i don't listen to me too many interviews i think the kanye drink champs interview is like the first one i've actually listened to it was two hours too like all the way through crazy mm. But yeah, moving on. Uh, fucking excuse my language, guys. Clay Thompson is back. Give a round of applause for Clay Clay Thompson. He's been out for about two years now, dealing with an Achilles and a knee injury, ACL, I believe, um, for the Golden State Warriors. Of course, last night he made his return to the court against the Cleveland Cavaliers, I believe. Um, he scored 17 points in 19 minutes, and he actually dunked on somebody. So his lig- ligaments and his ACL, his Achilles, all that shit is good. You know what I'm saying? He's out there playing ball again, obviously confident. Um, and it's good to see him back out there. Him and Steph together, light-skinned wonders. Man, <laughs> for the Bay Area, you know, they're everything. So good to see him back. Draymond Green actually um, seeing him back in the mix. You know what I'm saying? People are saying that the Warriors, you know, that won the championship before KD got there might be back. You know what I'm saying? There might be that kind of mojo in the air for them. So it's good to see him back. Um, I posted that dunk on the Instagram. Go check that one out, too. See him yaga on somebody. Um, yeah, there's a lot of shit going down in the sports world, man. I try to keep you guys informed on the um, Instagram more so if I didn't, you know, if I don't get it in here on the podcast, because I do try to get the um, sports football update. Um, we're not too much updated on basketball. We're in full swing in basketball, but 
as football transitions out and basketball transitions in, we're going to squeeze some more basketball in here. You know what I'm saying? Um, and to let you guys know, let me let me talk about this 100th episode that's coming up, man. This is episode, I believe, 99. You know what I'm saying? So big stuff is happening for the next episode. We're going to try to get some special guests on here for you, try to take things a little to the next level. It'll let you guys know we appreciate you guys being here for episode 100. Episode 100 is a fucking hell of a milestone, man. Hell of a milestone. Are you excited about episode 100? Sure. Yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure you're in at least like what? fucking 30 of them bitches so uh maybe even more than that so um join us for the evolution of the best of bias podcast um 2002 just trying to elevate even more so it's kind of fitting that we reach episode 100 in january at the beginning of this new year the beginning of 2002 so you know stick with us and episode 100 is going to be fantastic surprises on the way so you got to be here to see them i'll drop some clues um throughout the week on instagram as well and let you know who might be stopping by plenty of topics we'll talk about we haven't talked about Spider-Man yet, and I have a bunch of people on here. Are, I watched it finally. To, oh, you did? You did. Perfect, yeah, perfect, yeah. perfect. I got a bunch of people that are ready to talk about Spider-Man. Might have uh, Pistol Paul, young Paul. I was playing uh, Call of Duty with him a little bit earlier. He might be down to talk about some uh, Call. I mean, uh, some Spider-Man. John hasn't seen Spider-Man yet, so I'll probably get Paul on here and have all, uh, us three talk about some shit on a segment too soon. So, yeah, plenty of shit to happen, um, but yeah. I just want to let you guys know about that, but let's get back into these topics. Almost done here. Um, let's see. Whew. I know that we talked about Omnicron last week um, and all the people that are dealing with it. I know I was dealing with it. Um, I'm happy I have the antibodies now because it's almost peaking at it, getting to an all-time high right now. Um, all these kind of variants are popping into the world right now. Um, we thought Omnicron was bad and super contagious. There's so many variants that are popping up. Like I said, we got Deltacron which is a mixture of the Delta variant and Omicron together. There's something called the flu, uh, called Flurona, which is the flu and Corona mixed. Fuck. And people have been, you know, getting these at the same time and going to the hospital and they found both of these in their system at the same time. So that even proves more that vaccinations and flu shots and all that shit should be getting taken care of because you don't want one of these mixed super variants in your body that you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, if you look, listen to the symptoms that Omicron can give you, Corona can give you, just imagine some other shit, like you know, fucking ooze coming out your ears and shit, you know what I'm saying? Dinosaurs coming out your butt. I don't know. I don't know how that makes sense, but but yeah, who knows what's happening out here in the world? These these variants are happening every day. There's something new every day. Um, I think uh, a representative from the CDC actually came out and said, um, we apologize for confusing people because all these regulations that they're putting out there, stuff they're telling us is supposed to prevent us from getting sick. It's getting all misconstrued and confused. You know what I'm saying? Like, why do we need to keep getting these boosters? My job actually is making us get swabbed twice a week if we haven't got our booster yet. Damn. Yeah, it's just getting real. So I'm probably going to get my booster this week. Um, my birthday coming up on Monday, I guess I'm going to try to get it during the week so I ain't down bad during the weekend. But shit, God damn, I ain't trying to get boosted right away, but fuck it, I'm going to get the booster. I mean, dealing with Omicron, I don't want nothing else. So if this booster can kick the ass of any other variants that can touch my body, I'm going to go and get it done. But be healthy, be safe, wash your hands, six feet, seven feet if you want to be safe. Um, but man, if you got the antibodies, good on you, but you have to go through some shit first to get those antibodies. And I don't think anybody deserves to go through. I, I'm happy I didn't get that headache. I think maybe because I smoke too much to get headaches anymore. 
but <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like um, the um, cloggy nose and the cough. I still kind of have a, a little cough, but shoot, these motherfuckers is trying to make anything because I had um, to go home and not be in the office during my stint with the uh, Omnicron and I had to use all my P, uh, PTO. It wiped all my PTO out. I just got an email today at my job saying that now, um, instead of wiping out your PTO, they're going to set you up with a computer and set you up at home so you can work from home rather than <laughs> using up your PTO. I'm like, motherfucker, now? Right after I used up all my PTO, you have a brilliant idea? They don't care That's no more. They're just trying to get people back to work. They're like, fuck it. Nah, if you're going to be homesick, you're going to be working from home sick. Um, you know, you can be sick at home. You just don't get nobody else sick. And that's, that's pretty fucked up. That is crazy. It's crazy as fuck. Like what? Right after? Now I can't even go to my sister's birthday party because my PTO is gone. But now you're saying we can work from home. Shit's shitty. Real shitty. But anyways, like I said, be safe, be healthy, and all that shit. You don't have to worry about using your PTO because that is fucked up. Um, shine on drink champs. We talked about drink champs a little bit ago. Uh, it was just interesting to me to see Shine. Um, if you guys remember back in the day, um, yeah, Shine. Yeah, that first verse is like I had that ingrained in my head forever when I was a young kid. Now tell me who want to fuck with us? Yeah, the ashes, the dust, dust we bust, yeah, make your fucking brain, brain nigga. Yeah, yeah, that shit, that shit, yeah, man. But anyways, um, I was it was interesting to see, um him actually be on drink champs as like this politician. He's like a, a government official in Belize. Um, he, where he's from, he's Belizean. Is that how you say it? Belizean? Yeah. Right yeah. I don't know exactly. What, yeah, I don't know exactly what position he holds in the government over there, but it's interesting to see because he was in jail for a long time for that shooting in the club. Mm-hmm. Um, on <laughs> he shot alleg- the club. Right. Um, below, he didn't get nobody <laughs> pregnant, but uh, he allegedly, uh, well, I don't know. He allegedly did it for right. P. Diddy. Um, Allegedly, he did it for PD. Well, yeah, I don't know. Um, so basically, um, after a while, it's like interesting to see him because he was in jail for a long time, and to see him as a politician now was hella surprising. His voice is the same; he still got that same as deep, raspy voice. So <laughs> to see him in a government suit, it's like okay, so damn, just like anybody in the government, then, huh? It's scary sounding ass thing. He don't want to do jail. when he got out of jail. He was a fucking rabbi. Remember that? Oh yeah, I do remember that. It yeah, yeah. Crazy. He had the fucking little thing, the little sideburns that came yeah. down. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember that. Um, and what else? He actually said that he was angry for a long time because you know Diddy. He said Diddy kind of like snitched on him or something, got him put in jail, and I guess uh, Diddy kind of finally told him that his lawyers gave him misinformation to have him put in jail. And it was his lawyer's fault that kind of gave him bad advice to get him put in jail. And he apologized for that. And he recently kind of uh, forgave him um, because he had a lot of resentment towards P. Diddy for that for a long time. But uh, I mean, hopefully P. Diddy hooked him up with some cash because that nigga's hella rich. So hopefully he gave him a little bit of money. Um, and then he went to Belize, made that shit stretch, became a, a politician. And that's where he is now. I didn't listen to the whole interview like I did with Kanye, but I just wanted to tune in a little bit and see what he was all about. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean... I'm trying to think of uh, all of Puffy's like artists, and he's probably doing the best out of all of them. As I said, he spent all of them years in prison, and he's probably out of all, all of Puffy's artists that I can think of. I'm trying to think of other ones right now, but like, yeah, we got Shine who went to prison that we're talking about right now, who's now a politician in Belize, which is dope. We got Loom who went to prison for some shit that he said he didn't do. 
Mm-hmm. He just he just recently got out. I think you remember Loon, don't you? Yeah, I need that girl. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just got out of prison now. He's like, oh, he's completely Muslim. Uh, then Black Rob just died. They're like, whoa, mm-hmm. whoa, dude. And he was homeless and shit like that before that. Uh, special delivery, G Dep. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Special Where's delivery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He was already going. He was already going broke, and then he ended up turning himself in for a murder. So he in prison for, for ever. Biggie dead. Craig Mack went to a coke, then died. Yeah, if you think about, Puffy ain't got that good of a track record with his uh, artists at all. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of somebody else. I mean, French Montana, I guess. Mm. Is, not really... is, is he on a Puffy uh, label? Yeah, but he wasn't created by. Puffy, you know what I mean? It was more so yeah. French Montana signed with them afterwards. Yeah. Kind of type shit. But yeah, that's interesting. That's very, very, yeah. very interesting, actually. Mm. He saved all the good fortune for himself, I guess. <laughs> well, him, and his, him and his kids. Hopefully. He, shit. I ain't gonna say that. Never mind. Nah, yeah, I know what you're going to, but uh, yeah. don't want to go there. Nah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, let's see. Next, let's see. Not much left. We can get into this. Uh, well, we can talk about. No, let's not talk about that. Taco Bell has wings. If you guys want to check out Taco Bell's wings, you can go ahead and do that. Um, breaking news. Bing, bing, bing. I heard it's like a month only or some shit, though. Probably. It only deserves to be. I mean, and uh, Wingstop actually promoted it um, accidentally by saying, leave the wings to the. Uh, leave the wings to the professionals and uh, added them or something like that. And it was kind of like a, a ad for them in a way because Wingstop posted it on Twitter or some shit like that. But they do have, I, if you guys want, go ahead. I have to, I, I, don't say, I have to imagine they probably taste like 7-Eleven wings. Exactly. Yeah. Because like, do they, I don't know. That's funny. I don't even know what to say about that. They don't get no chicken wings delivered to fucking Taco Bell. Maybe they said the ones that was mixed with KFC, they got leftover wings. They're like, we got all these wings. We don't know what to do. We don't combine KFCs and Taco Bells no more. So you can use these wings for something else. Repurpose them bitches. And they made them into some wings. Uh, Start having a little challenge. You know that super hot ass uh, chip that they eat? That chip challenge? Uh-huh. Yeah. Probably make some chicken wings in that flavor and shit like that. Probably nobody will ever eat them. That's, yeah, it's not flavor. It's just, just hot. It's, yeah, it's, it's hot powder. Yeah. It's just like chalk. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but that's that. But let's get into the real shit. Chapter two of the Book of Fett. Do you remember what happened for the oh, most yeah. part? I like yeah, that episode. D- I did too, but I was more so kind of upset how they... Well, let me just let you go over what happened. You know, a brief overview and whatnot, how we usually get down. Um, go ahead and let them know what happened in chapter two. Oh, so he, you know, they they captured the, the little uh, scorpion dude, the red scorpion. I guess, who, who was that one? And... Uh, and well, who was the red fucking ninja in, in Mortal Kombat? Was that Rain or not? Was it Rain? Shit, I don't know. The red ninja? Anyway. Fuck. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. That's, that's, they, they look like Mortal Kombat ninjas. They look like they're all red. Mm-hmm. But they ca- they captured the one and, you know, scared him into uh, telling who sent him when she said the mayor. And then they went to go see the mayor and bullshit and the mayor somehow convinced them that he wasn't the actual culprit behind, you know, the attempted assassination or whatever. That whole part right there was kind of like what it was. It was whatever to me. I really like the the whole sand 
uh, people part. I like when they went back and he, he showed his whole like relationship. And yeah. How, the development of his relationship with the same people, how he was getting trained by, you know, the one that had the dope ass stick skills. And even like when he started getting good, it still showed how that particular one is still better than him. You know, yeah. when, he, when he was like able to get the, knock the stick out of his hand, it did like a little spin move, caught it and still, you know, tripped him. So, like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. No, I like the, the whole. Uh, I like I like the whole. Um, I'm trying to think of, uh, I guess Seven Samurai or whatever shit is the old movie where like they kind of like teach the village how to like prepare them for a battle. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. I know there's a better example of a movie, not that not that particular one that this one kind of relates to. Because Last I of the out. Mohicans. I haven't seen that movie, but I heard somebody compare it to it, so I'm not even gonna take credit for that. But um, no, Last of Mohicans is more or so just like Avatar, not the Last Airbender, but the movie Avatar. Mm-hmm. That one is more of a like almost exact parallel of, of each other. Take away like the big tall blue people and the science, the science and stuff. It's pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess yeah, I, I will yeah I will put this one in a similarity. Yeah. That I can see the similarities. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're very interesting to me. Actually, uh, it was funny to me how they dropped him in that pit to get him to, um, get him to snitch because he thought the big ass yeah. monster was in there, but they killed it in this, Return of the Jedi, this, right? The snow like pit, yeah. Yeah, they dropped that door on his head. Yeah. Yeah, so it died. So, that was a cool way to get him to snitch, a cool little, uh, little flashback there. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was really interesting how the mayor looked, and then he goes, "Ugly." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about the side thing on his mouth. Oh, I couldn't stop looking at that. I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> this, this, this is not cool at all." You're a speciesist. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Um, but yeah, well, what did they end up saying that uh, the tribute was for, or why they didn't, or actually, who was behind sending the uh, the people to kill him? Um, shit. It was, uh, I'm drawing a blank right now. Was it the Huts? The, the, the cousins? Or was it the somebody cousins, else? Yeah, like the, the two okay. cousins. That's what it was, yeah. Okay, yeah. And, yeah, there we go. I don't know, we I ended we up got. seeing those big-ass motherfuckers um, come to the um, to the bar to address uh, Boba to let them know that they want the whole territory back because their cousin is rightfully theirs after their cousin mm-hmm. died. And then Boba Fett was like, oh, we killed the guy that was holding this spot for your cousin. So it's rightfully mine. I ain't giving up shit without a fight. And then you saw the big ass Wookiee come out of nowhere. Um, the old mm-hmm. uh, big ass, big ass, black, big ass. The black Wookiee. Yeah, looking like a um, young uh, Chewbacca on steroids. Look like nine feet tall. Um, I mean, Chewbacca is supposed to be a run. I wonder if they're gonna. I mean, he, he did look pretty big, but Chewbacca was pretty fucking big himself. But he right, eight feet, be, like eight nine feet tall. Yeah, but he's supposed to be like the runt of the uh, the what you call it, of the Wookies, I believe. God damn. So yeah, one on deck. You know, that's supposed to be the threat. You know, so hopefully we see a fight between them uh, coming up and see how cool the motherfuckers is. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, after that part, um, I was I was hoping more so that that dude would join them. I don't really know much yes. about the, the actual book of it, but I was hoping that they would fight and that guy would eventually become part of his little squad because he, he has to build a, a crew like Luffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for <laughs> real, to. yeah. And I, that's what I'm hoping this is like, a, just like a, a story 
down how he builds his whole squad and becomes like this real noble leader of this of Tatooine because it's pretty yeah. much that's the, that's the planet they're on. Yeah. yeah, it was dope though how he looked at him and it seemed like something was going to happen more with them. I don't think it'll be like a one off. It can't be just a one off. Mm-hmm. But that you know, so I think they're going to have him come back and they that your theory might come true. But my I had a big ass gripe with them cutting from that whole conflict and doing the whole flashback for the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. though the flashback was was pretty cool. Um, like you said that he um, was out there training to fight with them and they noticed this big ass train coming across. Train the, fucking him up. Dude. Yeah, shooting them big ass laser beams start shooting everybody. And they um, he was seeing that, that, was, that, was, that was some dickhead shit to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> just, just drive by and say, hey, don't go shoot these motherfuckers for no reason. Yeah, and just for no reason at all. Yeah, yeah, for no reason at all. Um, and then after, um, it seemed like it was happening a lot, actually. Um, it happened a lot because they were actually on that route. They lived off that mm-hmm. route. They're pretty much like mm-hmm. the Furman from fucking Dunes. Uh, so they were, you know, the Sand People stayed out there and they were shooting at them and killing them every time they saw them because they thought they were like uh, Ravagers and were going to try to steal from the train. So they automatically just started busting at the people, which mm-hmm. killed off a lot of them, killed off their um, animals that they drink milk from to survive out there. And yeah, it, it got really wild. So um, after Boba saw that, he was like, okay, let me help you guys out since you've been training me and helping me out out here. I'm going to go see what I can do to help you guys stop this train from killing your people. Mm-hmm. In which he goes to a bar, I don't know, a bar in the middle of nowhere that's fucking with some people, with some bullies. He goes in there, of course, beats the bullies up. He's super noble and supposed to be a good guy. Mind you, Boba Fett was a bad guy in the original Star Wars movie. But anyways... So he, he wasn't really a bad guy. He is a bounty hunter. He was paid to do a job. That he, did yeah, not do very, he didn't do it very well, but he was paid to do a job. I feel it. I feel it. The bounty hunter, yeah. I guess not. If you, I mean, if you get paid, ah, I don't know, man. Because if you do get paid a bounty to kill somebody, that still make you a good person. Uh, I don't know. Ask Mandalorian. He was he's the same way. You consider him a good guy, but he's a bounty hunter. Well, we saw him change throughout. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's just like you said. It was always kind of like on the anti-hero kind of path since he was a bounty hunter. And you also got to think about it that the, at the time the Empire was in charge. So that was like the government telling you that this person is a terrorist. You right. Gotta start, you got to go hunt this terrorist. Gotcha. gotcha. That's, what, that's what the rebels were looked at as terrorists to them. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. But yeah. Um, and then after he went to that bar and beat up the people, he stole all the speed bikes and brought them back to, I forgot mm-hmm. what the people were fucking called, their names. Sand people? Yeah. <laughs> the sand people. I don't know exactly what the sand people was called. But um, yeah, the episode was called Tribes of Tatooine, but I don't necessarily know what. Well, the people, also the people he beat up. If you remember the previous episode when that the young sand person brought him out there so they can dig those fucking balls up or whatever, uh, that family was getting they getting fucked up and those people they did a little tattoo on the uh, tattoo with like a symbol on the side of the building after they got finished robbing them and killing them. Mm-hmm. Remember, and they were on those little bikes. It was oh, that, yeah, that, yeah. So, so those are the same guys that he found in the bar and beat oh, yeah. up and took their yeah. bikes from. Mm-hmm. It was like it was it was more accepted. Now, they weren't yeah. being bullies there. They had already been fucking with people. Not for that. And then they took the bikes back to the people, um, the sand folks. I know the Star Wars enthusiasts are gonna kill us for not knowing these people's names. But uh I'm a Star Wars enthusiast. <laughs> That's the bad part. I think they literally called the sand people. Uh no, they had names. I know they've been called something. But anyways. Um, after he brings the bikes back um, and talks to the people, it's hella funny. The people start 
fucking breaking down the bike, scrapping it right away. Um, but he's like, yeah, yeah, break it down for pieces and sell that shit. I feel it though. Um, because you saw there was a market for it. You saw um, what's her name doing it? Um, in the first movie, first Star Wars mm-hmm. when she was in it, Ray selling parts for the for the Gouda, for the Gouda. Um, but yeah. So once he brought the bikes back to the people, um, and after he stopped them from breaking them bitches down, he was like, "We're gonna use these to stop this train for from shooting the people." But you're like, man, that was really workout and workout. That was really ambitious of him to think he can just go ahead and stop the train and just take that bitch over. Yeah, nah, because it's both. Fit. Like you gotta understand, like uh, if you watch the whole like timeline of Star Wars from like episode one when he was a little kid and then you watch clone wars and all that shit they have little pieces in like uh wait you see him he's been in the shit since he was little so like after, after his dad died he pretty much like went on his own formed his own little crew was like doing hood rat shit with his friends and stuff yep. and then like he got a little older and then he got locked up so he like he was in he's like in like clone wars rebels he has he's in little bits and pieces of it so yeah, you know, you see him grow up throughout the thing, and he he goes through some shit. So he he's he's confident in himself because he's been through some shit. So I feel it. Uh, he ain't. It's funny because he's not like Mando. Or Mando, like when he actually fights, Mando can get down. You yeah, know? yeah. And when Boba Fett fight, he like just barely pulls it out. But <laughs> he's just iconic as fuck because he's Boba yeah, Fett. So. Right, right. I he's always got the upper hand. Yeah, they, they they kind of portray that in this too, where like he when he fights, he's like, you know, not the shit, but he's still able to you know do his thing. And mm-hmm. uh, it's funny because when they first showed him come back on the Mandalorian, he was opposite. He was he was putting shit yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. So. He was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was fucking shit up. Um, but yeah, once he finally did catch up to the, um, they, I like the little training montage of treating, training the sand people how to ride the bikes, jump from bike to bike while they were like putting together their plan. Um, and then once they did actually get to the train, the whole train heist part, how'd you feel about that? It's pretty cool, right? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. It yeah. was, uh, I mean, typical train heist is like when you're, you're in like a, there's a straight path, so you only shoot forward and like do the little, the little fucking manholes. So, so. Pretty much what it was that, and then going off the side. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just yeah, a good ass shootout. And then like the weird robot speeding the train up. Yeah, and jumped out. Yeah, I, I understand that, but all right, I guess. Commit suicide as well. He commit suicide. He got up and started crawling away. Well, I know he, he did. Commit, yeah, he did crawl yeah. away. Weird, hella weird. There's some weird ass robots in this one. Yeah. Some scary looking I, shit. I think that's the, that would be the fun thing about being on uh, Star Wars is like you got to stay with the continuity, but you can also get like liberty sometimes to just create your own whatever. Because like mm-hmm. when it comes to robots, you can just make whatever kind of robot they do as long as it looks Star Wars ish, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like you get like even even like uh, that visions you saw that you saw the visions that was on there right? Yeah. And like that was pretty much them giving. A lot of Japanese animators' liberties with uh, Star Wars stories and character designs and whatnot, yeah. and so, some of that shit came out pretty dope. You yeah. know, like I really like the whole uh, Japanese um, blend, like the 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 Japanese cultural blend with the Star Wars Jedi look. Like they mm-hmm. had the whole that one where like the sword was like passed down, and they had like the Japanese writing when the when the fucking lightsaber opened up. 
shit like that. So that's dope. I don't know. Yeah. I like yeah. this. That was dope. <laughs> and it's not going anywhere, man. They're gonna keep on back to back it with the Marvel stuff since Disney Plus has it all under their umbrella. So they're gonna keep it going. Um ultimately in this episode, um Boba Vett and the sand people do end up stopping the train and it end up being some fish people pretty much on there transporting yeah. water and shit um, and just shooting at the sand people because they thought they were a threat. Nothing big um, really came out of it, but the sand people did get a bunch of water, kept mm-hmm. a lot of the supplies from the train as collateral for, you know, letting the people live and going back to tell those people that this, you know, that that route they have, the sand dunes are off limits. Um, yep. Stop coming through here. Stop killing the sand people. Um, and yeah, it was it was cool. Yeah. Cool little ending there. Cool well, little ending. Yeah, he pretty much made it like made them like a gang. Where like mm-hmm. now they have to they have to be respected and they got to get like a toll paid. Toll paid. That's what they say. Yeah, yeah for passing through. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, or else we gonna jump, jack this shit yeah. again. Yeah, it's kind of like a thing showing this is what we can do to you. <laughs> so next time y'all come through here shooting motherfuckers, now nah, y'all y'all better shoot duckies at us. Give us yeah. dollars. Yep, yep, yep. And that pretty much was the end of chapter two, man. Uh, we got to the end of that. But yeah, every Wednesday is when that shit drops. So check out for it. Disney Plus, of course, that came out with another banger. Um, I mm-hmm. think we got Moon Knight coming next for uh, Marvel shows, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, I think so that comes out fairly soon. Either, either Moon Knight or, or She-Hulk or both of them, something like that. And if you want to, what day, what's the date today? Oh, it comes out this weekend or on Wednesday. Uh, we could do Peacemaker too. So if you're interested in watching Peacemaker, oh, yeah, 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 that comes out on the 13th and that comes out episodically too. So we can kind of incorporate all this kind of shit and keep it all in one universe. We know we're doing the superheroes and all that shit. So we can keep it going, keep it fresh for everybody in the podcast realm, have some new topics and shit for you to listen to. Um, but we've always going to have the topics and episode 100 is coming up. So you never know what's going to happen and what we're going to talk about. So stay tuned and stay in, well, stay dialed in, I should say. Um, we got to the end of the episode where I like to let them know where to find you at, a.k.a. anything new, anything new, anything new. Uh, nothing new. Everything's mm-hmm. the same. Just doing me, trying to progress. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Trying to progress, trying to get better, trying to elevate 2022 goals and all that. Um, me, you know where to find your boy at. Me, let me tell you what I got going on first. Um, episode 100. Next episode. This is episode 99. So tell your friends, tell your family, tell your girlfriends, tell your boyfriends, tell your dogs, tell your cat, tell your fish. Tune in to the Best of Bias podcast, either on your favorite uh, podcast platform, which is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you listen to that show. We're going to be there, especially on YouTube, too. Go there, type us in, Best of Bias podcast, and you'll find us there. All the videos for what you're listening to right now, if, you won't, if you're not actually li- like watching us right now on the video form, go check it out there after you get done listening to it and just watch it all over again and just check out the stuff you notice while we're talking how about that um you can find me personally if you want to be on the show let me know dm me about some inquiries about some hats i still got plenty of hats um beanies dad hats uh bucket hats um i am ordering more patches so i'm gonna get the next look coming out um we're definitely gonna have the hard eyes bear by valentine's day so you can get one for your significant other and let them know that you care and that you're crazy about them so yeah plenty of stuff coming from the best of bias you know you can find me patrick underscore like on the snapchat the podcast on instagram it is best of bias me on instagram is sac underscore like 
I post on there all the time, letting you guys know what we're going to talk about, when we're going to drop the podcast, because you know we come on Fridays. But if you need to know anything else special and specific, I'll drop it there. So tune in. I also am starting to post a lot more on the Twitter, too. And I'm SAC Lydell on there, too. So check me out, dog. Um, shoot. We still haven't done another anime kumite. I think niggas, <laughs> I think niggas are scared. Um, but Not me. Shoot. It's the only one person. Yeah, man. Uh, and he wants to be on here soon. We got some stuff. We got some uh, more people for you guys to meet. Um, I know we've been having a lot of the same guests, but this is us, the podcast. This is us. These are the common folks. But we got more guests and more people that I do know that have interesting things to talk about, plenty of topics. We can talk their business ventures. Damn near everybody in my family got a business that you're trying to start up um, during this pandemic. Entrepreneurship went up. People at these common jobs went down. Um, we're trying to get it, trying to make it ourselves. And support Black business, man. Um, beautiful struggle. Um, check out everything they got going. Essence. Um, my mom has a new business, Body Sculpting and Body Butters. Man, we keep it going. It don't stop around here. But any last words, AKA, before we hop out this thing? Nah. All right, all new right. Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy episode 99. And be sure to be here for episode 100 because it's going to be plenty of fun, plenty of laughs, and it might be a recordly long episode. So we might have to record it on a special day. I mean, I don't know. Playoffs are starting football. So we'll find a day to record it and we'll let you know what's going to happen. It's the Best of Bias podcast. And where the hell is my theme song? Is it over there? <laughs> is it over there? Nah. It's right here. All right, y'all. Peace out. It's the best, uh, best of bias. You need to hear for you should try us. From pop culture to the movies to Unitas. It's the best, uh, best of bias.